Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Have you heard of Swedengate? This no. This is a term that's trending online. Someone claims that uh, Swedish people don't share food with house guests, especially their kids' friends who happen to be there for dinner. People, of course, are outraged. Right. That sounds like my kind of place. Basically, the claim is if your kid is at a friend's house at dinner time, and I'd like to hear from some... If you're Swedish and you know this to be true, you've experienced this, then let us know, 855-432-ROCK. Uh, they claim that if your kid is at a friend's house at dinner time, the family will all eat together, but your kid has to go do something else or wait in another room. Wow. So, uh, is this true? The answer appears to be yes, or at least somewhat true. A Swedish woman who lives in the UK did an article about it and says it was the norm when she was a kid. But it's not because Swedish people are cheap, it's cultural. Sitting down for dinner with your family is still a big deal in Sweden and was even bigger 20 or 30 years ago when you just never skipped it. So if you fed someone else's kid without asking, you might be stepping on their dinner plans. Okay. Which was considered rude. I was going to say, like, <clears throat> like, normally it would be, you know, when I was a kid, it's like, hey, could so-and-so stay over for dinner? Mm. And you're invited to join the family yeah. for dinner that night. So it would be quite odd in our culture, I guess, to say, sure, they can stay over for dinner, but they're sitting in the basement while we uh, eat up here. Yeah, I, I, now that you mentioned that, I remember uh, as a little stunt that I would pull uh, with my mom is that I would ask for sleepovers or somebody stay for dinner like while the person was right there and she'd be embarrassed to say no. Oh, yeah. And she'd get so mad at me after. She'd be like, you, right. you know, you don't ask me that stuff right in front of the person. Yeah. Oh, we get that as well because yeah. the kids are always concocting some sort of plan. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and I remember we'd get it, too, when we were kids. Like, you'd ask your parents, hey, what's for dinner tonight? Mm-hmm. And if it was something you didn't like, <laughs> then you'd find out what your buddy's parents were serving up for yeah. dinner. And he'd say, hey, maybe I can stay over for dinner. Yeah. I used to be so jealous my best friend growing up. He had all the brand name treats and all the best stuff. Right. You know, he'd have the Oreo cookies and the Twinkies and the real Coca-Cola and ginger ale. (laughs) (laughs) My buddies, they had Sloppy Joes all the time. And we never had Sloppy Joes at our house. Mm. Right. So every now and then it'd be like, oh, man, down the road they got Sloppy Joes. I'll go there. But the other caveat is they had to drink milk. With dinner, Ooh. And, I, and I and I would have pop at home. So oh, really? It was kind of a, a toss up. Yeah. Like, did you want to eat what was at home, or did you want to drink what was at their place? I think you know what. I, now that you mention it, yeah, we were milk drinkers. Uh, well, my sister and I, my dad and mother were drinking rum at dinner, <laughs> but we were we were milk drinkers uh, at dinner time. Yeah, and Maria said, like, she never. I, I don't really think she drank milk. Yeah. Except Up until the last couple of years, the boys were like that. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, we would go through bags of milk. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. why I was going to Costco all the time for milk and spending $500 on milk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We used to go through a lot of it as well. Uh, I guess it's not just a Swedish thing. Um, Finland, Norway, Iceland, Denmark, parts of Germany also uh, are said to. Uh, very unlikely to be other yeah. kids. It's got to be just cultural. Within wow! The, and it's and it's those uh, those those countries. Those. Uh, but it just seems so odd umbrella. that you wouldn't send the kid home then for dinner mm. and co- hey, send him home for dinner and come back mm-hmm. if you still want to keep playing. Like yeah. the, the fact that you would like ostracize someone in your house just seems really weird. Mm-hmm. 
Anyhow, yeah, I get. I but listen, I get the okay. Our family eats together, and I don't want to infringe on your family eating together. Yeah, but you know, if you've invited them to stay, you know, that'd be like saying, hey, you know, we've got. We've got guests. Would you like to stay over? But you got to sleep in the shed because yeah. our family stays in the house. I guess you know. Uh, I guess if you're, I, I guess they would have like their son or daughter, and they'd be outside playing, and they would call in their son or daughter and say it's dinner time, and the uh, the friend just would have to stay outside, just stick around. Yeah, like it wouldn't even be hey, lady, you want to come in and eat? Yeah. But you think as soon as they went in, if dinner is so important, the friend would have gone. Okay, I'll get out of the way and go home. I mean, I guess technically I did that last night <laughs> because I made dinner. Yeah. The kids were, were playing outside. They said, hey, can we eat outside? Right. So, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Their friends were all there. They just sat and ate in front of them. Oh, really? I wasn't feeding the whole neighborhood. You're Swedish. Yeah. I can't wait for this to be in grocery stores. I'm going to buy you a big, big bottle of it, Lucky. Pickled flavored Mountain Dew. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mountain Dew is testing some other flavors, including apple cinnamon and elderberry and huckleberry and s'mores. A s'mores-flavored drink. Aye. Mm-hmm. Pickled flavor. Uh, my uh, son introduced me uh, some time back to a pickleback, which is uh, a shot of pickle juice along with a shot of, uh, like, Jameson or any type of whiskey. Okay. It's lovely. Why? Why? It's lovely because it's lovely. Now, I know I'm a huge pickle fan. Love pickles. I know you hate them. But uh, our old buddy Dean Blundell is on your side because he had a story about uh, single big pickles in a bag you can buy as like a snack in a convenience store. Right. And he says, you know, I, he goes, I don't know anybody who eats pickles as a snack. He says they're a garnish at best. <laughs> I got to get in touch with him because I dine out on pickles a lot. Oh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a, from from well, dill pickle chips for yeah. sure. But I'll take a I'll take a pickle. And I'll wrap it like in a cold cut, and I'll shove it in my pie hole. <laughs> I'll just eat pickles right out of the jar. It's like I've been pregnant for 40 years. <laughs> love them. Pickles and ice cream? Yeah. I love them. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I, I just... Have, I you, have you eaten a pickle in your life, and yes. that's why you don't like it? Yes. And, and if it's on a burger and has been removed, I still, it's the brine. Mm. You know, listen, I like a cucumber. I just don't need to soak it in brine for a year first. <laughs> that salty goodness. Right. Mm, have it in a jar. I just find it overpowered. Like, right. Like, it overpowers the taste of everything else. And some hot sauces do that. I don't mind some hot sauce. It's just, like, if, if the idea is to overpower the original flavor of something, mm. like, it kind of scares me as to why. I'm in a weird phase where, uh, like Frank's hot sauce, I can literally eat it off a spoon. Wow, I I'll take. I mean, a, it's good. I add it. To, I like adding it to ranch, and I know they they have like Frank's, yeah. uh, you know, red hot ranch and stuff like that now, which are great. I'll take like a hunk of cheese, any cheese, and I'll take strips of it, put them on a plate, and I'll, I'll dot it with Frank's hot sauce. I just understand why people would want a pickled flavor Mountain Dew. Now, here's an idea for Mountain Dew. What the hell was the original flavor? Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're finishing up school and thinking of a, a career, uh, you know, it's easy to stereotype certain professions as being dominated by either men or women because according to new data, certain professions are dominated by either men or women. For example, 98.8% of all preschool and kindergarten teachers are female. Right. I remember uh, neighbors of ours, and I was shocked, and this was in, in the 90s. Neighbors of ours, a uh, couple, 
He was an emergency room nurse, or just, I guess, a nurse. But when we knew him, he worked in Emerge. And his wife was a cop. Mm. And it just seemed at the time to be odd. (laughs) A reversal of roles. Now, he was a massive guy who had um, played a ton of sports and was very uh, physically fit. And he said that uh, he certainly was a help in his emergency yeah, room, especially yeah, when he saw of them. somebody was coming in ODing and freaking out or somebody needed to be held down. Or He was also the one who told me that every time he saved somebody's life, they'd come in choking blue and then he'd look out in the parking lot and they would be uh, having a dart. He'd want to go out and <laughs> turn them blue again. Uh, other jobs that are like 90% female include medical records specialists, child care workers, speech language pathologists, dental hygienists, and assistants. And that's, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know that I've ever, ever met a dude who's a dental hygienist. Right. Yeah, I have female dentists. Yeah. But it's just interesting that men don't go into the... Uh... Well, because, you know, listen... I... If you showed up, and I'm I'm sure there are, and they're very good at their jobs. But if I showed up with my you know mouth full of Oreos mm. for a guy to clean, <laughs> I, I probably was like I'm a I'm a messy dude to begin with. Mm. I don't clean what I have, huh? Yeah, I, I, <clears throat> I don't know that if I went to the dentist's office and it was a dude uh, who was going to clean my teeth. I would I would acknowledge it, or I'd think to myself, well, this is different. But right. I, but I don't think I'd say, oh, I don't want him cleaning. No, my hell, no, I was joking. I wouldn't. I would never say that. You don't want another man's fingers in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, skincare specialists, secretaries, um, cosmetology, all, uh, and uh, nutritionists also on the list for female dominated. On the flip side, you'd struggle to locate a female as a brick mason or a stone mason. They're out there, but the field is 99.7 male. Right. Other uh, dominated male gigs include heavy vehicle mechanics, crane and tower operators, automotive body repair, vehicle equipment mechanics, electrical power line installers, HV workers, plumbers, pipe fitters, pest control, electricians. Well, sure. The ladies don't want to kill the pests. <laughs> Lovely Maria puts a cup over there. I don't want to kill the pests. No. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I almost threw up. I got up in the middle of the night and I went to the bathroom. I turned on a light and I don't know what I thought it was on the counter. I thought it was just like a hair or something. So I went to grab it and throw it out. And it was one of those little centipedes and it took oh, off. But I touched it. I touched silver it. silverfish? Yeah. Oh. Oh. And I had to keep my, you know, it's three o'clock in the morning. I had to keep my screen concealed. Every now and then, like you lift a mattress or something like that, yeah. you'll find it like, oh. like, why is this eyelash moving? Yeah. Electricians, carpenters, roofers, all under the male-dominated thing. And I, and I would suggest to any male or female, you want to, you know, get a career, maybe swing your bat in that other direction. So, for example, dudes should become dental hygienists and women should become plumbers. Right. You know. Yeah, well, listen, I, I think the trades more and more now uh, are becoming all, all so popular. Whether it be in Oshawa, Durham College, and, mm-hmm. and and the university, to go and and get a trade, people are realizing, okay, here's here's an industry that's lasting. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be around. It's going to be around a long time. We all need our crappers to work, right? But I think there's a lot of parents who, if given a choice, if their son, like your boys, are now figuring out what they want to do, or they're not there yet, but sooner than later, they will start saying. I think I'm interested in being this, that, or the other thing. Like, this, have either of them said, like, they have a realistic goal, or do they still want to be like, 
No, I, I mean super agents and yeah, hockey players. Not quite. Well, yeah, the hockey player. I, I haven't killed that in them yet. <laughs> I'm trying. Um, the uh, I guess I haven't said engineer at one mm. point. But I, I, again, I don't think you know. I've said this about teaching that. You know, you say you want to be an engineer, you really have no idea what an engineer does mm. day in, day out. You know, Just you're building cool. your Lego thinking, well, all right, I can be an engineer later on because I can build Lego well. Right. Whereas, you know, I've always said kind of teaching, at least you have some sort of idea of what it is they do, although you don't know behind the scenes yeah. what goes on. Yeah, I remember like, you know, kids saying I'm an architect always seemed to be something that kids would say it sounded kind of cool. Yeah. Built but, through Lego. But if either of your boys uh, said, you know what, I, I want to get into electrical or plumbing. Right. Would you be fine or a little disappointed? I don't think I'd be disappointed. I, I think I'd, at this point, I mean, they're you know young enough. It's like, well, you know, keep your options open. Right. And don't decide anything yet. But, you know, I look at it now and I'd, I'd be calling... Our friends at Tradescope saying, get my kid a job or an yeah. apprenticeship because it's a pretty good field. I, 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 and hook up my hot tub. I think um, I, I pushed them. Like I had both of my boys work with a buddy of mine who did hardwood flooring because I really wanted them to have something right. that they could fall back on if their choices didn't work out. But I, uh, I, I would be fine with it. I really would be. I think there's a lot of parents who wouldn't. I think there's a lot of parents who still want their kids to have those white-collar jobs. Right. I think there's still some parents, not necessarily would be embarrassed, but they'd be like, oh, that's that's below you to be a plumber, you right. know? Yeah. I, I, you know? I think there are many who would think that way, and that's why the trades have struggled to find people for so long. Because right. parents all want their kids to go off to university and be something. Well, I think that bounce back is happening because yeah. parents see the price of university. Yeah. <laughs> Get plumbing. And, and see their friends' kids <laughs> who are back home living with them yeah. trying to be a plumber. You know, uh, when we lived in Windsor, there was this really beautiful stretch uh, along Lake St. Clair with gorgeous big homes and big lots. And yeah, a lot of doctors and lawyers. It was, a, it was a big subdivision. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Near a marina. A lot of doctors and lawyers, for sure. But there was a hell of a lot of plumbers and electricians and right. guys who owned their own trades who worked in there right. as well. I know one of them. <laughs> a lot of people in Oshawa, too. He owns a hockey team. If you asked a guy who dates much younger women why he does it, he'd say looks. Or he'd be lying. <laughs> but maybe that's not the case for women who date younger men. Okay. A dating site polled its members and asked them to name the top benefits of dating a guy who's 10 or more years younger than them. And the most popular answer was, guys like that are more open-minded. Okay, ladies. Okay. These are the same ladies who say, I want a man who makes me laugh. He doesn't have to be handsome. Right. They don't want to be seen as, you know, shallow. Physical well, attractiveness ranked second, and having a free spirit ranked third. So are you suggesting then that, that women who date younger men are doing it simply for looks at that point? Honestly, I my opinion would be because women mature into their uh, best sexual years in their 40s. Right. We mature like at 18. Right. And we're downhill after that. Uh -huh. So I think if a woman was, say, was in a marriage and now divorced... And was with a man who had probably lost a step or two. The idea of hopping into the hay with a 22-year-old who can go and right. enjoy and have fun and treat her body like the Wonderland it is. <laughs> I, Because uh... I wonder if it's not just in the bedroom, the energy either, right? There's a lot of dudes, and I'd I consider myself in that category where... 
Boy, it takes a lot to get me off the couch mm-hmm. uh, now. <laughs> you know, and, and, and to be adventurous and go do other things. Women love to see things. Yes, you know, go and, places. Yeah, and 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 do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> doing stuff for stuff and, and and so you know perhaps but but to do that as a woman i think you're more frowned upon in dating a younger man than men are seen in dating younger women oh yeah yeah right so, so you have to put up with a stigma if you're going to do that well demi moore and, and other famous women who have been known to date younger men yeah they really got Kate beckinsale raked over about right it, right and then you see like Al Pacino at like, 82 dating a 22-year-old or whatever. Right. Yeah, and, and I don't know how men, like, I, okay, I, you, you talk about not wanting to do much and not wanting to go, and I'm totally aboard with you on that. Therein lies the problem with dating a younger woman. If I was divorced and out in the dating scene, I'd want to date somebody in their 70s. Right. Because that would be my pace. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine dating like a, a woman in her early 30s, late 20s, and she's like, it's 11 o'clock at night. Let's head out. Yeah. Let's go head to the bar. Out. Yeah. <laughs> head out. I got my house pants and my mask on. The place I'm heading to is the rack. Hopefully yours, but probably not because you're dancing. No, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, it would seem to me to be a better opportunity for women in their 40s to date men 10 years below them. It, it would seem it would benefit both parties mm. because the guy's going to get what he's looking for. Right. And at, in your 20s, that's all you want. <laughs> you need to be fed, some sleep, and sex. <laughs> uh, but I, I've really, and, and you know what? And I think it's uh, totally fine. It's, to me, it's always been rather creepy, really, when an older dude's dating a much younger girl. It's, mm. it's, it's almost like there's daddy issues going on, and it's really, it's always seemed weird to me. Right. The dad issue's got to be about meeting the other dad as well. Mm. Like, if you're in that kind of a relationship, like, what is Al Pacino's girlfriend's father? He's probably 50. <laughs> That's right. He's, he's probably my age. <laughs> I mean, I'd be saying to Al, do you need help getting up? <laughs> Can I cut your steak? Yeah. 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 Like, Al is at my dad's age, where when they're in the bathroom too long, I'll say, are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) Like a child, right? You know, your kid's in the bathroom too long, you, are you all right in there? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Adrian asks that of me sometimes. (laughs) Baseball uh, must be scratching its head. Uh, The team owners must be having meetings and saying, look it, why are we paying these players so much money? When there are dudes, and we've seen a lot of it recently, who can barehand a foul ball and not drop a sip of their beer. <laughs> right. there, was, there was a guy recently who literally was feeding his baby. Yes. And he caught a foul ball barehanded. There was a dude, and you see this a lot of times, where a, a ball will end up in, like in a beer cup or whatever. But I've seen a, a bunch of guys recently who have a beer in one hand and they catch the ball in, their other, in the other. And now... <clears throat> There's a dude who uh, barehanded a, a ball, a foul ball, while cradling and not dropping, not one can of beer, but two. Nice. So I suggest to Major League Baseball, stop paying these uh, outfielders you know, $20 million a year. 
You get three guys, stick them in the outfield, pay them with beer. Put a beer can in their hand. Don't even give them a glove. <laughs> you don't even have to pay them. The beer company will pay them. Yeah. You can save a lot of dough. Like, I'm not impressed with ball players anymore. <laughs> I'm more impressed. The guy in the stands. With can, no glove. With no glove. And then the dudes are always cool and handed off to some kid or something. Yes. That's always great. That's but made some headlines recently, too. It's happened a lot. I mean, the, the, and, and so these guys are so cool about it. You know they act cool in the stands, but they're going to brag about this for decades. I mean, I would. That, that dad sitting there. I mean, if he didn't get a leg over that night, right? you know, protected his baby from getting hammered with a flying baseball. And just carries on, feeding his baby, watching the game. There's another great one recently, though, that didn't end so well. When the guy caught the ball, couldn't save the beer because he was kind of rushing and turning as he did. Yeah. And it splashed all over her. Oh, no. And in really? slow motion, he took... She gets soaked. Oh, she? It's just awful. <laughs> that's a that's a quiet, quiet right He's home. like cheering afterwards about that's... catching the ball, and she's just trying to get the soaked beer and swill off of her face. That is great. Yeah, I, listen, you, you know, hitting that ball not easy, very, very complicated, and you got to be a real talent to be a, a big time hitter in Major League Baseball. But this standing in the outfield and catching it. We've been showing. It's easy. <laughs> Babies and beers are not getting dropped. So I don't see why you got to keep paying. That's If I was a manager or an owner, if I owned the Jays, next manager's owner's meeting, I'd say, I got an idea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out on this. We can save a lot of money. Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.